This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 207 of This is the G Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. You know it. Happy New Year, y'all. I'm Tommy B. Welcome to our first taping of 2024. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from the one and only Tanya B. If I and Tanya B. join me in the discussion of what Cat Williams told Shannon Sharp on Club Shay Shay, got all y'all shook, which is now well over 18 million views. Wow. Tanya B. has your tea. But let's go ahead and get it started with news from Syracuse. Mike. Mike, what you got, man? News team. For the week in news with Syracuse Mike. Harvard University's first black president has resigned. Claudine Gay announced her resignation Tuesday following weeks of accusations of plagiarism in reference to her academic work, plus criticism of her appearance at a congressional hearing in early December. Gay was blasted for her response to anti-Semitism on her campus tied to the war between Israel and Hamas. The school initially stuck by her following her testimony. Gay is the second of three presidents that appeared before Congress to resign. Her resignation comes just six months into her tenure, the shortest of any president in Harvard history. Gay will stay on as a faculty member. A delegation headed by House Speaker Mike Johnson made a trip to the southern border Wednesday. One thing is absolutely clear. America is at a breaking point with record levels of illegal immigration. And today, we got a firsthand look at the damage and the chaos the border catastrophe is causing in all of our communities. The White House accused Republicans of making the crisis at the border worse by voting against border security funding. Johnson's border trip comes as senators are trying to put together a bipartisan border agreement as part of a broader funding package that includes aid for Ukraine and Israel. House Republicans have said no deal for foreign aid without dealing with the migrant issue at the border. It remains unclear what the Speaker will do if the Senate approves a package. Former President Donald Trump has asked the Supreme Court to overturn the decision in Colorado that would keep him off that state's ballot. A similar move in Maine caused him to sue that state Tuesday. A sixth grader was killed and five others were wounded in an Iowa school shooting. It happened at Perry High School before classes were set to begin. The small city of Perry is about 40 miles northwest of downtown Des Moines. Perry police officers responded within minutes. They immediately made entry and witnessed students and faculty either sheltering in place or running from the school. Once inside, they located multiple individuals with gunshot wounds. Officers immediately attempted to locate the source of the threat and quickly found what appeared to be the shooter with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. The shooter has been identified as a 17-year-old. And as you just heard from the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigations, Mitch Mordved, the teen reportedly took his own life. We also understand that an explosive device was later discovered in the school. A commuter train rear-ended an out-of-service train in New York City, leading to a derailment on the Upper West Side. At least 24 people suffered minor injuries. 300 people had to be evacuated off the train that derailed. And another three to 400 had to be evacuated off of a train behind the collided trains. Several subway lines faced a major disruption before the Friday morning rush hour. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks for the headlines, Mike. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, the uh, Newsmaker crew is back. Yes. Ha-ha. Tlaib is still on vacation. Hell, I might be still on vacation. I feel like I am. And uh, the one and only country commentator is here. Y'all give it up for Vi in the building. I can no longer call him the Golden Bachelor because he is 
you know, basically I was told not to call him that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that, you know, that's kind of a compliment, you know, <laughs> by your 30 something, your 30 something set. <laughs> anyway, I'm be hating on me. Why, why y'all hating on me? <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all, man. Um, so much happened this week, but we're, you know, really and truly, man. And and you and I, we've been we've been talking all week. You know, we always talk in the text crew, and you know, stay connected like that. And um, you know, so New Year's Eve set this up. I'm watching because you know New Year's Eve, man. I used to go out and, and party. I don't do that anymore, man. It's kind of crazy out there. But I'm sitting back and I'm checking out Dave Chappelle, right? Uh, the um, dreamer okay so when i'm watching this i'm thinking oh damn this is gonna be the biggest comedy thing that we're gonna be talking about right because he's attacking <laughs> people and i'm thinking oh damn you know he's going after little nas x he's going after trans community i'm thinking this is gonna be it this is gonna be the biggest thing look did i know this cat williams thing's gonna happen because since the cat williams things happen thing has happened not a peep <laughs> have you heard anybody talking about the dave Chappelle special he killed it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if I had saw it on Netflix, I didn't. I wouldn't even know what it was on. <laughs> right. I'm like, I think, I think Dave Chappelle thought he had it to himself, and Cat Williams Club Shay Shay has obliterated every comedy special. Yes, the hell. Eighteen million views, man. As of you know, before I checked on the podcast uh, on the uh, on YouTube, eighteen million black people like dirt. Wow, we like wow. dirt. We like dirt. And some of the biggest stuff, um, just to kind of for, for those who may have been under a rock, um, not paying attention. Uh, many claims were made, but four of the claims have really been huge and under dispute. Um, one being the Friday after next and the rape scene. And he's saying, you know, basically, you know, he's saying Money Mike, his character, he fought to have that changed, you know, based on the fact that he felt that rape in a movie like that or any kind of movie or definitely a comedy um, is not funny and it shouldn't be made fun of. So and, and Ice Cube came on to kind of um, corroborate his story on on the fact that he was instrumental in making that change in the movie. The second claim is that Ricky Smiley lied about how he got the Santa Claus role. Uh, the third claim is that Cedric the Entertainer stole a joke from him. And then, you know, of course, the fourth claim is that Steve Harvey stole his story about being homeless. But there's so much, man. I mean, you talk about Ludacris was in the mix. Uh, when he, he referred to Luda as the Illuminati, um, the Kevin Hart, uh, he went after Kevin Hart, you know, as what a plant in the industry. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, uh, you know, it, it just goes on and on, man. But but what were your thoughts when you I mean, just just on the real bye. what were your thoughts, man? You, you don't have to understand it. Well, but at first I was all in. I said, this dude, I said, because a lot, I mean, you've heard the rumors before. Yeah. Said, Maybe he's speaking fact, but the next day, I found that he's on tour. So that just made me go, well, I don't know what to believe now. Maybe not, if he did it, it it's brilliant. Is that what he do for a tour? Because everybody going to want to go see him on tour just to see what he had to say anymore. Yeah, I agree. 
some may not be going. You might have you might have some of these comedians just showing up. You know, it, it, it's to me, man. And I'm gonna call I, Tanya. I'm gonna try to call Tanya B. Um, I don't think if you comedians, you don't want to mess with him live. You, you might know, you it. know, he's threatening Hart. He said he's gonna be in Philly, right? And that's Kevin Hart's hometown. So he's saying that basically he's setting up a duel on stage <laughs> with him and Kevin Hart. Like I was saying, no one's gonna go live with that guy. That's crazy. Yeah. That, yeah. That, hey, that's his thing. Yeah. So yeah. why fool with that? Yeah. So he's talking about we're gonna have land. a basketball court. We got. I'm like, dude, <laughs> what? <laughs> be honest with because the, the last few shows of Kevin Hart ain't really been that funny. Yeah, I agree. Be honest with you. Yeah. Well, you know, even going after, you know, the way he went after Steve Harvey, man. I mean, it was just like, wow. But why wow. ludicrous? What did ludicrous do, though? You know, I think he just wants to. <laughs> it's it's just it's just like a tornado, man. You know how it is. <laughs> I'm like ludicrous. You know? I'm like ludicrous. I'm a rapper. I'm not a comedian. But I you know, it, you. <laughs> he is at this point. It's just like a tornado, man. If you're around, you're just gonna get sucked up in it. And and I think the way he looks at it as because what he what he was saying was he's kind of like everybody. You know, all these conspiracy theorists mm-hmm. have this this cabal. And all these people have made deals, these secret deals, and, 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 you know, they all know each other. That's what he was going after when he was mentioning all these names. But, but it's amazing because, you know, I came up and I used to book a lot of these guys because I did mm-hmm. Atlanta. I was doing Atlanta, you know, morning radio. So a lot of these guys came in and I was a producer. So I would have to call them and deal with it. And, and, and you know what? For me, uh, being in that and, and dealing with them in the 90s, you know, kind of late 80s into the 90s, mid 90s. Um, there was a lot you and I'm not going to do it on this show. Um, we're going to stick to the, you know, stick to the program. Mm-hmm. But but there were some folks you just didn't feel good dealing with. You know, some of them were just assholes, you know, and, and but there were a lot of them who were just great people. I mean, he mentioned D.L. Hughley and I, I have to agree, man. One of the easiest guys. He ain't say anything bad about D.L. He said, no, no, no. He, he said, said no, yeah. about talking about D.L. D.L. is great. Nobody talking yeah, about D- him. He's absolutely right. I mean, D.L. is the kind of guy he'll he'll come on, do what he needs to do with you and then just hang out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He didn't mention Sinbad, but like Sinbad, those kind of guys, man. Eddie. He mentioned Eddie neither. No, well, Eddie Murphy or Eddie, Eddie Griffin. Oh, Eddie Griffin, crazy man. <laughs> I mean, Eddie Griffin's cool, but he's crazy. I mean, I'm telling you, you'll say Eddie, don't say something, and it's as soon it. as as soon as it gets hot, as soon as that mic comes on, he's a different guy. I'm telling you, he's he's all cool when that mic is cool, when that mic's not on, but when that mic is hot, crazy. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting because I kind of I kind of look at Cat. And Eddie Griffin, almost as the same kind, because they're volatile. You know, you never know what they'll say. You know, and and they don't they don't hold back. So you know, you know, let me call. Let's try to call Tanya B, man. I'm I'm gonna try to. Let me see if I can get Tanya B on the phone. Because I I did ask her. Um, let me see if I can get Tanya B. Hang on, man. Let me try to call Tanya B. Let me see. Let me see if she's there. Is she going to answer the phone first? Because she's always letting the phone go to voicemail. It's going to voicemail. Yeah, this is, it's a. Uh... <laughs> Come on, Tanya B. Pick up the phone. <laughs> I'm going to have to text her first. 
I am not a bill collector, Tanya B. <laughs> but, but you know what? I haven't heard any. I haven't heard Steve say anything. No, not yet. Thanks for calling to. Oh damn, Tanya B. But the rest of them. Right, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Trying to call you. Now we live. We we taping. But either way, go ahead. What were you saying, Bob? But like uh, the rest of them said some. Said said some. Uh, yeah. Ludacris said some. Even um, uh, what's the, what's what's the guy name? The one that did the Santa Claus. Oh, at Ricky, Ricky Smiley. Smiley. Yeah. Ricky Smiley basically done a show trying to defend this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying hang to explain on, the whole hang thing. On. Hang on, Bob. Hang on. <laughs> All right, let me see. Tanya B. Yeah, you know, I didn't move until you me right. The minute I moved, I moved down the end of the hallway. <laughs> anyway, it's okay. Tanya B is in the building. You know, we miss you, Tanya B. You know, we're, well, you know, we're going to have to change that. You know, we still never had our G podcast uh, seafood fest at my house. Oh, we got to so do gonna it. We're going to work on that. Yeah, I'm I'll waiting be on back it. in the ATL soon. Okay. Okay. Oh, who's waiting on it? Be no vibe. Country. I'm going to take it. All right. Well, we'll have a low country seafood boil. How's that? Okay. Hey, cool. I'm there. You still, you, still, you still in ATL? You got roots? You still got roots in the ATL? I still have roots in the ATL. I still have roots in the DMV. And I must admit, I still have roots in my hometown of Boston. But go. not today because the weather. You know, it's, it's not cooperating, but yes. No, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. So, Tanya B, all this stuff that's going down with uh, Cat Williams, um, you know, first, you know, because you and I, I mean, we, we kind of go back in the industry and we had to deal with a lot of these comedians, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So when you first heard about this, did you believe it? Did you believe any of it? When I uh, honestly no, I didn't. But as I did more research, and I have yet to listen to the entire episode of Club Shay Shay, but let me say this: we know that Cat Williams is creative. We know he's highly intelligent. People, are, you know, that are, that are in that 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 lane are kind of like one sneeze away from being, you know, do 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 because they're highly intelligent. Yeah. But I will say this: Cat Williams is speaking truth. I think if his delivery had been a little different and maybe not alcohol induced, people would have people would have taken him more seriously. Number two, and I do believe it because I, I got to tell you, like you said, we had worked in the industry for many years. And one of, I think, my second radio experiences was working on a morning show with a local comedian in Philadelphia, who shall remain nameless. But he told stories to me back then of how comedians or comics would you know kind of be a silly steal jokes for lack of a better term you know rnsj in the 90s who i used to think was hilarious on deaf comedy jam was one of those whose name came up as a joke stealer you know and that's what happens or if you're an up-and-coming comic and you haven't quite crossed over you know you're still making your bones if someone like Cedric or or uh, D.L. Ugly or, you know, whomever, not to say that they did this, hmm. would say, man, that joke was funny. Oh, man, feel free to use it however you want. Then they use it. You get put on, but then you get mad because they only gave you $5 for the joke. And there are people. Did you ever hear Paul Mooney, who wrote jokes to everybody from Richard Pryor to In Living right. Color? Yeah. I don't recall hearing Paul Mooney say somebody stole my joke. But Paul Mooney had enough in his bag where he didn't have to worry about that. Yeah, he got paid for Richard Pryor. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, yeah, but a lot of these comics that are out here having us, you know, doubled over, falling on the floor laughing, 
just like rappers, they do not write this material. It comes from somewhere, and a lot of times, it's not from them. So to answer your question again, do I believe Cat? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And can I just say, if his delivery were a little different, mm-hmm. but he would have been taken a lot more seriously. What, what, you know, again, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Tony. No, like I said, the alcohol might have made him might have made him embellish a little bit, you know, just just because of you know the environment at the time, you know. And usually, when people talk like that, the host or whoever is there leading that charge, you know, will always kind of you know egg them on to say a little bit more, say a little bit more, say a little bit more. But then you hear how people are responding. Said he's like, you know, go ahead with that man, Ricky Smiley. I love you, man. Kevin Hart. You know what? Get help. But then you have somebody like the best clap back to me. Mm-hmm. It's from somebody who isn't a comedian is ludicrous. <laughs> I loved his clapback. Yeah, ludicrous. Yeah, he did a dish. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, you know what? Again, the news cycle has been. You know, it was Christian Keys, then it was The Color Purple, then it was Taraji P. Henson. Now the news cycle is Cat Williams, who you know who is trending. So at the end of the day, you watch Cat. I mean, I understand the sales for his his shows have gone like through the roof, and they're all sold out now because people probably will go. Just like Tiffany Haddish got arrested for DUI again. You know, they put that into their act. So I'm sure people, if nothing else, if you weren't going to go see Cat Williams, now you want to go see Cat Williams and hear him talk about this. But I think, you know, and again, in these these threads of truth that he's he's uh, he's spilling. There will be a lot more people exposed in 2024. Mm-hmm. Remember, yeah. I told you that. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. But do, do you think um, because, you know, he, he pointed out the fact that he's going to be in Philadelphia and he's calling out hard. You know, some of it, you never know. I mean, some of it might be staged, you know, but um, go ahead. Uh, let me say this. I, I, you know, I lived in Philly for 13 years. Philly people ride hard. H-O-R-D. They ride hard. For anybody, the singers, the comics, the athletes, one thing, Cat Williams, I would advise you not to do is go into Philly talking smack about Kevin Hart, mm. you know, or even Will Smith, or even any uh, the OJ's gambling hub. Don't go into that town talking smack about them yeah. because those folks will shut you down. Well, I'm here to tell you, he he put the video. I, I guess it's on social media. Um, Kevin, Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart has, I mean, just like, you know, you mentioned by, you know, Steve Harvey is not going to, he's not going to respond right now. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't see Steve Harvey making a response. Steve Harvey's still looking for his old toupee. (laughs) You said you wrong. Yep. And, and Tiffany Haddish, I think responded at, uh, at one of her comedy shows. Um, Cedric. I think it was more, you know, of a light response, but not a direct response. Tiffany needs to get herself together. She don't need to talk about anybody. She needs to go sit in the corner and fold the laundry and clean up her own house. She needs to be quiet. Next. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Hey, so so one, one more thing. And, and I didn't I didn't like this because honestly, I like the way Shannon Sharp handled the interview. I mean, he really shut up and let him talk. A lot of people are, he's getting pushed back uh, because let let me tell you, can y'all stop calling everybody a journalist? I mean, (laughs) Shannon Sharp is not a journalist. He is not. He isn't an athlete or a commentator or whatever. But the thing is, Shannon Sharp had enough wherewithal to know the less he said, the more clicks he was going to get 
from what Kat said. I would have, I would have taken my mouth, left the room, and went down to In and Out Burger and come back with my fries and a hole in the tape to put him through. Are you That's kidding correct. me? We didn't want to hear nothing. Shannon had to say. What he would all Shannon, had to say. Shannon was perfect, man. He, he, he as a matter of fact, that glass was the perfect trope. <laughs> he, he just took the glass exactly. and kept sipping. <laughs> I mean, hey, at the end of the day, if he'd had Bill Covey sitting up there and had him drinking Jello or taking Jello socks, yeah, that's shots, what I'm saying. He would have gotten some more truth from the abyss of Bill Cosby. That's and what I'm even saying. though, again, another guy from Philly who we know did some jacked up stuff, but yeah. the Philly people let him come back there to his house. Yeah. They didn't tear it up. They didn't break the window. They didn't set it on fire. Yeah. So again, I rest my case. Philly people go hard. It's gonna be interesting. Heroes. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be interesting. But you know what? Go ahead, Vi. Go ahead, Vi. But Vi, the really, quick. the world we're not gonna get mad about what uh, Steve Harvey them did because they did it to the competition. It was a competitive thing. It's not like it did the harm to the real people. Mm-hmm. So it's more of it's entertaining to me. I'm looking at going, dang, they just dirty. But you know, I think let me let me. I think you're right, Vi. But I think people harbor that Bernie Mac. Situation, yeah, they don't like that now. Yes, they don't like that. No, no, everybody loves Bernie Bernie Mac. Mac. Steve hated on Bernie Mac, and see now everything that happened to Steve Harvey, including losing his hair, that's nothing but karma. That's all I have to say about him. (laughs) But I I think everybody knew about Bernie. I think everybody knows Steve and Bernie had a thing uh, didn't like each other. That that's been out for a while. No, but Steve started it, and Steve was jealous of Bernie, and Steve was mad. Because Bernie didn't bring him into the Ocean's 11, 12, 13, 14, 16 club. That's what that's about. Yeah, Bernie, now, Bernie, got Bernie Mac didn't owe him it. <laughs> Bernie Mac didn't owe him nothing as Bernie. He didn't owe him nothing as yeah. Bernie Mac says. Yeah. Come on. Oh, I agree. And, and and that's what I think people, that's where people drew, drew the line. Uh, I think the whole Bernie Mac situation ha- has has been just simmering over the years. That's one thing that that I think people. It, it's you, you're right, Vi. When it's just competition among the living, mm-hmm. you know, comedians, it's kind of entertainment. But the whole Bernie Mac thing, man, black culture takes that seriously, man. It's and like I think, look, well, a lot of people take you, you stab them in the back. Well, a lot of people take the Bernie Mac thing because Bernie's Bernie's gone. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. He's gone. So yeah, exactly. They really gonna yeah. take you know. No, you can't say anything bad about that. But everybody love Bernie. Everybody yeah. feel like Brandon was Brandon was real. Mm-hmm. He was real. Everybody feel like Brandon was real. He was, we feel like he was one of us. Mm-hmm. People don't feel like Steve is one of us no more. We don't look no, like Steve know, is one of us no more. Yeah, I don't want to be one of him. But think about it. Bernie Mac did have did not have all the scandal and the BS and all the brouhaha and and the thought popping children stepchildren, I'm sorry, that Steve Harvey has. Let's let's call a thing a thing. You know, as people started shutting down for two reasons to Steve Harvey, and I'm not saying every, you know, there's more to it than we probably know. One was Bernie Mac. The second was the way that he did his second wife, Mary Harvey. And, people, and even Tony Rock said it best. How is somebody who's on his third wife going to give you advice about anything in life? Why don't we go talk to wait? Why don't we go talk to Cedric and DL who've been married for twenty five years to the same women? How about we go talk to Jack? You can go talk to Nick Ashford and Simpson from the grave. They stayed together. Heck, even through all of that mess, Bill and Camille, they could tell you what not to do. But who's? Oh, I'm gonna take advice from Steve Harvey. Child, please. Bye. Go sit in the corner. And she turned. I agree with you that. 
I keep saying the same thing. I said, this man been married three times. How he going to give you advice on how to be married? I just don't understand. Well, he's got experience. <laughs> what not to how to right. not he make a marriage land. What <laughs> Look, somebody should have told him what to do when he... Let me be quiet about his stupid. Yeah. Somebody should have told him what to do when he start, thought people were going to buy Steve Harvey bacon. Okay, I'll leave it at that. Right. Said, right. I guess he said, do as I say and not as I do. Hey. Let's don't say we did. <laughs> well, Tanya B, we're going to be keeping it up with the with the T. Oh, just, yeah. just a quick headlines. It's coming up after this report. What you got coming up? Oh, I mean, there's so much that's been going on the last couple of weeks. This week, I'm just going to, I only have time to give you headlines. Everything from the color purple to some people that we lost recently to, uh, uh, you know, the whole Taraji P. Henson thing, the Monique thing, uh, Monica passing out at the concert. There's a whole lot of headlines I got coming up for you. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. Hey, Tanya B, I'm looking for the, looking out for the, uh, or, or looking forward to uh, the seafood boil. So whatever oh, you want to call it, it. when okay, we gonna, when I, we gonna do it? You know, now that COVID's over, oh, you know, COVID we, ain't over. <laughs> COVID is the, not you know, over. The alleged <laughs> pandemic. You can come in, but you can come into my space and not wear a mask. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Or I could jump. I can, you know, I could, I could fire up a baby. And she's a hybrid. I can put everything in the back in the seafood boil pot and come to your house because I know you got that patio and that big old barbecue. There you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't play with me. Okay. All right, Tanya B. Appreciate you. All right, yo. Let me get back. I have another plane to catch. I'm, I'm on the road again. Appreciate but I'll you. Talk to you soon. All, All right. right. Take care. Bye bye, y'all. All right, bye. Bye, right, Tanya. <laughs> Man, Tony be crazy. Hey, but, but on the real, man, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds. It, it's just crazy that it starts 2024 like this, though. This crazy. Wow. But it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's fun, but crazy. All right, but hey, what you what you got? What you got? Is, let's go ahead and wrap it. Um, what's your big takeaway for the week, man? I know what I know. Week. Okay, we're going to talk about that college football playoff. Now, I know <laughs> the world hey, is happy <laughs> that the SEC is finally out of it. <laughs> so we at peace with that. Enjoy okay. your moment. But we all know who really got the best team. Yeah. It's the one who didn't even get invited to play. So enjoy your moment. That's all I have to say. <laughs> let it go, man. Let it go. Can't, can't let it go. I mean, can't hey, you know what? Go. I need I need to make a phone call to G. Because <laughs> 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 G, you know, G was pulling for uh for FSU. So, you know, he's really mad. You you talk about somebody mad. He he's just mad. But you know, I think I mean, so who you think is gonna win from for who to be honest with you, I, to yeah. this one I really don't know. Because Michigan didn't look good against Alabama. Okay. And I just worry about can uh Washington keep it up? Because yeah. I was worried about their defense until I saw them uh cause they played a real good game against Oregon. Mm-hmm. And they played a real good game defense. The thing is, if they defense can keep, uh, I'm gonna say Michigan around about twenty to twenty one points, then mm-hmm. they win. Because yeah. I don't know if Michigan can shut down Washington offense because they got the receivers, okay, and the quarterback. Okay. If they give if Washington, if Washington line can live up to what everybody said it because they did get both the best offensive line in the country. Yeah, they won yeah. their award. So if that line can hold up. I think they can pull it off. Yeah, now, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Michigan won, but I give I get Washington a real good chance of winning because of the quarterback and offense they got. And I don't see uh, Michigan 
they don't have Michigan does not have an explosive offense. Yeah, so I agree. If, they, if, yeah. Offense, if the defense can't slow down, if Michigan defense cannot slow down Washington, I believe Washington will pull it off. And that's who I'm pulling for. Okay. I am pulling for Washington. Yeah. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to say this. I agree with you 100% on the mm-hmm. offensive line. If they can protect Penix, Penix is amazing, dog. He's amazing. I mean, that dog, that dude is accurate. <laughs> he was, he was, he was throwing darts. So somebody said he threw, he was throwing darts. I mean, the accuracy, man, the long passes. So yeah, if they can protect him, man, and give him time to throw, it's a wrap for Michigan. Cause, cause, yeah. you know, Michigan doesn't have the same level of quarterback on, on no, their they side. They but, do not. But Washington can score. And and if if they uh, if they basically can protect Penix, then then you know Washington will win. So I agree with you. But I, I think uh, I think I think the powers that be wanted this matchup. They wanted Harbaugh. They do. Yeah, they wanted they Harbaugh not, in the finals. Yeah, they did not want the SEC to win the last one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They with didn't you want that. I agree. My thing, my big takeaway, man, and I know you're going to chime in on this, man. Arthur Blank, um, I'm, I'm making an appeal <laughs> to you, brother. Um, don't leave. Don't don't let him talk into it one more year, man. No, please. Let, let him go. <laughs> don't let, you know what I'm saying? Okay. Here's I'm, the deal. <laughs> you know, I saw there was an article, man, this week uh, within, as of the taping of the show a couple of days ago, okay, that said that he deserves another chance because of the quarterback play. And I said to that article, I said, yeah, yeah, that's the look I had to. All right. So so basically what you're saying is because of the quarterback play, he deserves one more year to get it right. But I have to say this. He chose Mariota. Thank okay? you. He chose okay. Mariota. He, he went after. Him. Yeah, it was his choice. Um, they decided to get Ritter in the draft. It was a joint decision. I would Correct. imagine that's not all on Fontenot. And also, they made the decision to go after Heineken. So my thing is, why are you going to give him another chance? These were his. It, it wasn't All like the he, didn't inherit, he didn't inherit these three choices. I mean, I, I know about the salary cap from Matt Ryan. Okay. okay, we know about all that. But we got beyond that. This was the third year was the year to do better. And it's coming out looking like the worst year in terms of improvement. I don't think there is any improvement. It's so. Not- so, you know, Arthur Blank, my appeal to you, Mr. Blank, sir, <laughs> don't give in. Let him go. Make Let him go. Even if, you know, I, I mean, you know, we could go into ESPN right now and just talk about the fact that the defensive coordinator might make a better head coach and just hire a new, you know, offense coordinator and, you know, we could do all that. But, you know, just just let him go and figure it out. Yeah. He made the cho- every choice you write. He made the choice not to dress Justin Field. He mm-hmm. made the choice to draft Pitts. Yeah, he made the choice to draft Drake. Mm-hmm. All his draft choices—they're good draft choices—but they could have been so much better. Drake was not the best wide receiver in the draft. Why did we choose Drake? He was yeah. not. I agree. Pitts, a tight end. No one chooses a tight end that high. Yeah, unless he's something special. Pitts is going to be good, but he ain't special. No, he's and not. And we didn't need a running back this year. We were yeah. loaded in the back by drafting a running back. Our next best weapon didn't get you this year. The Joker. Yeah. That was a joke. Y'all made him yeah. a Joker and made him a joke and then play on and then play on hard another this season. So yes, yeah. he made all those choices. Let him live up to him. I agree. Hire him. Yeah. Thank you, go. sir, for your time. <laughs> no. We gave- and he's a he's a billionaire, y'all. He's from a billionaire yeah. family. He's cool. He's gonna be all right. He's gonna get another gig quick. 
He's even if he pays for a gig. What's in the gig? He's been the head coach for three years, ain't he? Yes, he's been the head coach for three years. That's it. Yeah. Three strikes yeah. out. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> So we'll see. I mean, as we take the podcast that comes out, so Black Friday, Black Monday is this upcoming Monday. So Black Monday is the day for the NFL uh, after the last game of the season that a lot of these teams make changes. So, you know, expect, um, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll actually be paying attention closely to what happens on Monday. So we'll see. We'll see. All right, y'all. Uh, love your comments. Love your feedback. Go to castropolis.net. Again, go to C-A-S-T-R-O-P-O-L-I-S dot net. Click the people poll and uh, love to hear what you got. You know, especially G. <laughs> especially you, G. <laughs> well, no, hey, you know what? Hey, I, hey, I, hey. I Ryan, let me say this. Care. <laughs> <laughs> let me say this, man. <laughs> the sports the sports podcast, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, because we still talk about the NFL end of the season. So you can check it out, especially uh, as we go toward the uh, college football finals, the playoffs. Um, check it out. It's episode 206 bonus. But the, the G, our, our good friend, good friend Gary in Mobile and Vi conversation was classic. <laughs> that, that was just, I'm going to give it up. All right, bye. Appreciate you, man. Former Golden Bachelor with his twenty something. <laughs> I... <laughs> Stop saying twenty something before they get out. But then she be calling me, asking, "Yeah, I know I ain't twenty something." So <laughs> uh, what's up, Bree? Uh, I appreciate it. All right, y'all. Appreciate it. Uh, coming up, man. We we'll take a break. We'll come back with the tea. Appreciate you, man. All right, babe. More. This is the G Podcast after the break. time y'all sipping the tea with tanya b hey 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 my people it's your girl tanya b coming to you from somewhere in america happy 2024 we can expect so much more i know i do and i've got so much to tell you the last couple of weeks of entertainment news have been something else let's just get right to it i'm going to give you entertainment headlines. I can't get to everything, but I'm surely going to try. All right. Now we have to say rest in peace to dancer choreographer Maurice Hines. He's a brother of the legendary Gregory Hines. You may recall back in the 80s, they were in a movie called The Cotton Club and they tore it up on the dance floor. Not the dance floor, the dance floor. We also lost uh, actor and singer David Soul. If you're a person of a certain age, you remember the 70s show Starsky and Hutch with Antonio Antonio Fargus, their informant, Huggy Bear. Also want to send out get well wishes to the legendary, yeah, he a legend already, Kid Capri. He kept his cancer battle very quiet, but has now gone public saying he is now entering this year cancer free. So prayers up to Kid Capri. All right, let's get to some more headlines. The color purple. Yes, it made some money. Fantasia Barino, name buzzing for awards, namely People's Choice. Taraji. 
talking about the lack of fair play, but she talking too much. You need to be quiet, young lady, before you become the next Monique. The soundtrack is pretty doggone good. There are no feuds, allegedly, but this movie cost over $100 million to make it the first day, Christmas Day. It took in $18 million, but now to date, it's only taken in $44 million. Hmm. Great-grandmother. Yes, I said great-grandmother in 2024 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. She said she's going to retire from touring. She'll do a show here and there. That's about it. Kirk Franklin and his son carry on. They are at it again. This child, I swear he's got some mental health challenges, but he wants to live his own fantasy life. So carry on, go on and do just that. Kiki Palmer says in the midst of all the mess with her unemployed baby daddy, restraining orders and everything else, she said, I don't hate women. I date women. You figure that out. <laughs> figure that out for yourself. Mariah Carey and backup dancer Brian Tanaka have split. Word from the curb is he wanted kids. She was like, Mm-mm, not interested. Story of the week, Cat Williams going ham about other comics, stealing jokes, and a lot of other things. The best clap back to me was from Ludacris with his awesome freestyle. Other comics replied with a range of things from I got nothing but love for you, baby, to get some mental health, Cat Williams. Vin Diesel and Jermaine Jackson both charged with sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Well, Jermaine broke, so whoever suing him ain't gonna get any money. Tiny and T.I. being sued again, this time by a woman who claimed that she was drugs and drugged and sexually assaulted by the two with their feet. Uh, girlfriend, if you were drugged, how you know what was going on? Okay, child, I don't make news, I just reported. Names have been revealed on the Jeffrey Epstein list, y'all. Mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, not a shocker. Naomi Campbell probably just wanted to go party. And Michael Jackson went there, but maybe the people he was looking for weren't there. You fill that one in for yourself. Tony Braxton and Birdman, despite rumors and stories, say they are not married. It's okay. We don't mind. Cardi B and Offset did not break up again. We're sick of their stunting. Y'all go over there, sit down, and fold the laundry with Nick Cannon, Neo, and R. Kelly. We're tired of it. Singer Monica. Despite what you may have heard, she's not married, but she did collapse at a concert last week. At the young age of 43, she's battling chronic high blood pressure, heart issues, and probably man stress issues. <laughs> he did lose a gig in the Marvel movie universe, but I'm hearing that the replacement for the disgraced Jonathan Major may be Coleman Domingo. You know, he played uh, Mr. in the Color Purple movie musical. 2024 Grammy Lifetime Achievement Awards. All I can say in the words of C.C. Pennison is finally N.W.A. Gladys Knight, the legendary gospel singing Clark sisters and disco queen Donna Summer will get their flowers next month. Apparently, singer Lizzo has jumped on a boatload of weight loss drugs, much like Kelly Clarkson, Don Lemon, Anthony Anderson, you know, they taking the Ozempic. But I'm hearing that she is down 100 pounds and launching a line of activewear. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for Snoop Dogg? Back on the small screen. January 26th, his movie, The Underdogs, comes to Amazon. It's about an NFL player who falls from grace and has to coach a peewee football team to avoid going to jail. And lastly, please don't mess with Katherine Jackson. Michael Jackson's mom is suing her late son's estate for over a half million dollars to cover legal bills while she was battling the estate executor's 
about lucrative business deals. Mm-hmm. She may be 93. Some say she had a stroke or two, but don't play with Miss Jackson if you're nasty. I'm just saying she's just trying to increase the worth of Michael Jackson's estate. Now, before Michael closed his eyes, he did make sure his kids and his mama were financially stable, not his siblings, no other family members. I guess he did the Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, before <laughs> Janet did it. That's all I got. Ain't got no more. Again, this is your girl, Tanya B, and this is the G Podcast. Check us out every day on YouTube. We're on demand. I'm telling you, it is everything. And don't forget, the bird wire is still on Castropolis.net on demand. And again, I say, welcome to 2024. Hey, Tommy B. Hey, country commentator vibe. All right, y'all. That's all I got. Let me get back out here in these streets and get some more news for you. I'll see you next week. Thanks to Syracuse Mike, Tanya B. Vi, Tlaib, and author and political analyst Harold Michael Harvey. Y'all make sure you go to haroldmichaelharvey.com. Check out updates on the Young Thug trial. He's your journalist for that. Thanks to the crew, Millennial Nick, Lady J, Regia, music by K-Dub, all those who help us make it happen each and every week. Don't forget, y'all, links in our social media bio or at castropolis.net. Share us with friends. Don't cost you nothing. Our 200th episode, Long Sleeve Tea, is still available. Proceeds support the podcast. Subscribe, turn on notifications. The Daily Show returns on January 15th. And with that, y'all, episode 207 is in the can. Have a great week. Peace and power to the people. You've been listening to This is the G Podcast. And This is the G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.